Are you ready for the most life-changing podcast in the game? What other podcast is going to give you the non-sugar-coated truth about what you need to do to get the life you want? Forget the generic advice you typically hear. In this podcast, we give you the cold, hard truth about how to get everything you have ever wanted in life and more. And let me let you in on a little secret. No other podcast is hosted by me, Alexis Burris, your new transformational life coach. Are you ready to live a life that aligns with your deepest desires? Then allow me to welcome you to the Life Reimagined podcast. Let's jump right in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Life Reimagined podcast. I am your host, Alexis Burris, and this is the very first episode of Life Reimagined. I have been thinking about doing a podcast for literally like a year or something now. I've just never really had the courage to get on camera and on a microphone and like hear myself talk. I don't know if I'm like the only person that has like this weird thing, but I hate hearing my voice, especially like when I take videos. Whenever I take videos, I literally don't talk because I was like, if I talk, I'll never watch this video again. So the thought of me doing a podcast, I was like, I'm going to have to listen to myself talk. But, you know, I got over it the more I've gotten uh, experience on camera, experience on mic. So now I'm here actually doing a podcast. My goal is to do these podcasts every single week for you guys. Um, My goal is to have it come out on Monday and I kind of want them to be like short, sweet and to the point podcast. I don't want these to be like long and drawn out like 40 minutes or something like that. I want it to be like 15 or like 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on the topic. Something that you guys can listen to when you're like drinking coffee in the morning, getting ready in the morning, driving to work. I know I'm one of those people whenever I get up in the morning, I really do like listening to a podcast. Something like stimulating and something to just like get my mind going. So this is what I intend to do for you guys. And I know a lot of you guys have been asking me for just like more content. You know, like Alexis, I need your help with this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, I can only run so many workshops. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start a podcast and you know, whatever comes to my mind that week that I feel passionate about talking about, I'm going to talk about it. So today I'm going to be talking about self-care, incorporating self-care with a busy schedule. If you guys see me, if you're watching the video version of this, if you guys see my eyes literally going to like this direction, it's because my notes are literally on the side over here because I am a rambler and I will completely get off track if I don't have notes in front of me. So that's why you'll see my eyes like switching from the camera and switching over here. So don't mind that, but it's just to keep me on track. So... I feel like a lot of people have a centralized viewpoint on what self-care looks like. I don't know if anyone remembers like the that girl trend like on TikTok that happened like a few months ago. I literally hated that trend because um, a lot of a lot of like personal development influencers were trying to make personal development just more of like an aesthetic instead of like putting in the actual work to make yourself better in life um it was mostly like people waking up at like 4 30 a.m they would like journal for 30 minutes and like go outside and meditate and then go for like a five mile run and then do like this whole long like morning routine and it was just like really unrealistic for a lot of people um especially if you're like someone that works like a nine to five job um you have kids like you're a caretaker you know a lot of us just don't have the time for those long drawn out morning routines night routines and 
you know, working just a four hour day. It's just not the case for a lot of us. So I wanted to get on here and kind of give you guys the advice. If you live like a regular nine to five life and you have, you know, other obligations besides just your job, how you can still incorporate self-care into your daily schedule. Um, I want to make sure that you guys understand that self-care is going to look different for everybody. I really wish I could just get on camera and tell you guys exactly what you need to do um, to, you know, improve your life and make yourself feel better, especially in the realm of self-care, but it just doesn't work like that. You kind of have to do some inner self-work and figure out what really makes you happy. But I can kind of lead you in the direction of what you should be looking for when you're picking out, you know, self-care activities for yourself. Um, if you're, you want to pick out activities that, you know, will fit well in your life. So if you're someone that's really busy, I would choose self-care activities that don't take a very long time. Um, and then there's also like different areas of self-care that can treat different areas of your life. So the four quadrants that I kind of, you know, split my self-care in are physical self-care, mental self-care, emotional self-care, and spiritual self-care. Um, I think all of those are very important and you can kind of tell when your body is drained in one of these areas. Like when you're physically just tired, you can just feel it in your body. You just want to sit down. You just want to chillax. Um, like you can physically, I wish I could figure out like your body just feels drained. That's more, that more calls for like a physical self-care. So for that, examples of that would be like sitting down and I don't know, watching Netflix, um, if you have like a massage chair or something like that, getting a massage, taking a nice warm shower, taking a bath, um, things like that, that would really just treat your actual body. And then we can move on to things like mental self-care, like, uh, especially if you have a really mentally draining job, when you get home, it's just like, you don't want to think anymore. And I can, I can very much, um, like empathize with that I get mentally drained a lot out of all of like the quadrants of the self-care that I just explained mentally drained is definitely something I struggle with the most so for me like I do things like Netflix um Netflix really helps like my mind rest Meditation's really good I really do that if I'm crunched on time um some other stuff that I like to do I like to do like a digital detox if I can which is basically where I don't use my phone for a certain a lot of time a lot of the time it'll be um like I don't want to use my phone for an entire day and I just kind of want to be and I just really want to focus on whatever I'm currently doing so mental self-care is something that gives your brain just a break so when you're thinking about mental self-care kind of think about things that will just give you that mental break something that is um kind of like I, I don't want to use the term mind numbing but basically mind number if you understand what I'm saying then you have um emotional self-care emotional self-care can be like a it's a, it can be a lot of different things because a lot of there's a lot of different tasks that can just feed your emotional self-care um one of the things for me is like talking or venting with somebody uh that's emotional self-care for me if you're not a sharer um then i definitely recommend journaling being emotional self-care a lot of the time like we carry our emotions in our bodies and we never really get that emotional release that we're looking for so journaling is definitely a great way to get your emotions out and um and that way you don't have to share them with somebody else if you're kind of a more private person you can kind of just write them down on like a notepad um or if you, if you have some kind of like digital device, like a laptop or a tablet, you can kind of write it or type it there. But that's a really good emotional self-care. So like sharing with somebody else, journaling, um, those are the two big ones. 
spiritual self-care is basically spiritual self-care is like the one that I, I always struggle to explain it to people but it's basically where like have you guys ever just felt like you're not aligned with something and something just feels off in your life like you're not exactly emotionally like drained you're not mentally drained you're not physically drained but your body just doesn't feel aligned and things just feel off and like you're not centered with yourself um that's more of like a a spiritual self-care call you know when you just don't feel aligned and you just don't feel like yourself you feel disconnected from yourself I feel like is the best way to explain it when you feel like that disconnect from your life you feel a disconnect from yourself and you're just kind of mindlessly moving through life um spiritual so spiritual self-care and emotional self-care kind of overlap a lot a lot of the same activities you can use for both emotional and spiritual I definitely recommend meditating journaling again um is a really good one you could I'm trying to think of some other ones that are really good if you're a religious person like doing anything like religious would probably be helpful for you like if you're like a prayer um something along those lines is more of like a spiritual self-care and like these are these are things you could definitely look up um like on google like emotional self-care spiritual self-care these are very common terms so if none of these options have really resonated with you you could definitely look up just spiritual self-care and there's a lot of different options but i'm just trying to run some off for you guys just so you can get a sense and an idea of the things that you want to start incorporating in your life um and the next thing i wanted to talk about was oh yeah discussing how to incorporate these things into your busy schedule so I I feel like with um especially busy women like we I'm not going to say all this but a lot of us are very organized people um especially if you're really busy and you have a lot of things to keep in your head we have some kind of like calendar system to-do list system some kind of system so we can remember what we have to do that day I recommend actually putting self-care into like your calendar or your to-do list because you're more likely to do it when it's like almost a task um like I actually block out times in my day for me to do my self-care activities like wake up like going to the gym is like a really big self-care thing for me um because like it it makes me feel like since I'm a student I always recommend this to people I'm gonna get off track in a second but I'll get back on track in a second I always recommend people that are like in school like especially if you're in college and you feel like college basically swallows your entire life definitely find something to do outside of just studying and going to class something that you really enjoy doing and try to make it a daily thing for me it's the gym um going to the gym in the morning makes me feel like I'm more than a student like I have an actual life outside of school um but yeah so back to what I was saying, basically just put your self-care tasks actually on your calendar, plan them out as if it's something that you have to do. Like if you have things for work that need to be done, you're going to put them on a calendar. If you have to pick up your kids from soccer practice, you're going to put that on a calendar. Like all these different things, especially if you're a very busy person and you're a calendar and like time management kind of person, I would definitely recommend just going ahead and adding self-care to your to-do list because you're you'd be surprised how much more likely you are to do something when you actually see it because a lot of the time when we talk about self-care it's like oh I really want to do this I really want to do this but I just can't find the time it's like 
look at your calendar and and block it somewhere it doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be an hour long you know it could be something for like 15 minutes like you know on like your lunch break or something like that like you sit in your car and like like voice journal like literally just do like little voice memos about your day just to get something off your mind you can do a short little walk after work maybe like 10 minutes like no one's asking you to do you know a whole bunch of you know self-care tasks that take like three hours long or something like that but it is good to incorporate little bursts of self-care inside of your day because you really will prevent burnout so that was my first tip is to basically just schedule it inside of your day um and then like this this next tip kind of goes hand to hand with it but just incorporate in your daily routine so much that you know it just kind of feels like second nature to do things for yourself the more and more you practice self-care the more and more natural it's going to feel a lot of the times like people say like oh well people used to feel like self-care was really selfish um I'm going to tell you firsthand, you are the most important person in your life. So how can self-care be selfish? Taking care of you is not selfish. You are not put on this earth to take care of everybody else and just leave yourself to, you know, be sad and, and be tired and be exhausted. You deserve, you know, to sit down and pamper yourself and to do these self-care activities. So the more and more that you do them, the more and more they're going to become habits, which is essentially what we want. We want it to feel like secondhand nature. My next tip for you guys is to basically learn to say no. This has more to do with um, intentionalism, which is another thing I really love talking about. My next podcast is probably going to be about intentionalism or one of these future podcasts. But um, it's basically where you're, it's exactly what it sounds like. You're being very intentional about where you're spending your time. A lot of the time with um, busy women, it's like we're doing like so many different things because we're very ambitious, which is great. I love ambitious women and people that have all these different types of goals. But sometimes all those different things that we're doing, we're not exactly, you know, passionate about or we're not aligned with. We are doing it because we feel like we're obligated to do something. So learning how to say no to people, which I know is easier said than done but learning how to say no to people will really free up a lot of time for you so whenever somebody asks you like hey do you want to take on this project hey do you want to do this do you want to do that really think to yourself like is this something that i'm willing to give up time that could be spent doing things for myself like is this is this something that i want to give up that time for and if it's something that's really aligned with like your goals I definitely go for it. But if it's something you're not passionate about, do not give up the time for yourself just to do it or just to please somebody else or or make somebody else happy. Like you are, again, I'm going to say this over and over again. I might as well just paint it on my wall at this point. But you are like the most important person in your life. So don't give up your time for anybody else. Learn how to say no to people. And if they don't respect those boundaries, then that's kind of their issue. But definitely learning how to say no has freed up a lot of time for me to do a lot of different things in my life. Once I learned how to start saying no, my life actually got so much better. I stopped doing things that I didn't really care about and I started doing things in my everyday life that I was super passionate about. If I was the same person I was a few years ago that basically said yes to, you know, basically whatever anybody asked me to do, I wouldn't have time to launch a business. I wouldn't have time to help people with their issues. I wouldn't have time to go to the gym every day. I wouldn't have time to do half the things that make me happy. So at first it seems a bit uncomfortable to say no to people, but 
it's one of those things that just takes practice. So if you're someone with a busy schedule, I do suggest that you start learning how to say no to people and try and free up time for that self-care. And my next tip is to basically seek support. Um, I always feel like with ambitious women, we, again, I don't want to generalize everybody, but a lot of us have issues delegating because we're like, oh, we can handle this. We can handle that. We're, you know, I'm a strong woman. I can do this, Um, which is good. You know, it's always good to be able to do things yourself, be independent. I'm definitely not going to tell you not to be like that, but it's definitely not a bad thing to delegate or ask somebody else for help. If you need help, you know, to free up your some time in the day for you to focus on yourself, I would definitely recommend that you reach out to somebody. Um, you tell someone like, hey, I need your help with this. Um, I just need this to go a bit quicker, you know, because I have something to do at this particular time. Um, if you're able to hand off responsibilities to somebody else, that would be very helpful in your life. Just look for more opportunities in your life to delegate, basically. Um, and once you start delegating and like asking people for help, life gets a lot less stressful and you'll actually free up a lot of time in your day. So basically that was everything I wanted to say about self-care, um, especially self-care with a busy schedule. Those are kind of like my top, I don't even know how many tips I said, three or four. Those are kind of like my top tips um, to give you a quick rundown of what I said, some key takeaways here. There are four types of self-care. There's physical self-care, there's emotional self-care, there's mental self-care, and then there's spiritual self-care. Definitely recommend that you guys create like a list of three for each of those categories, write them down on a list, and just be very conscious of what you feel drained of on a day-to-day basis and and make sure you block out time in your schedules to do some of these self-care activities. Like literally go on your calendars, block out a certain time every single day, just say self-care in the calendar, and then fit in you know, whatever self-care you feel like you need, that spiritual, that physical, that emotional, whatever it may be for that day. You pick on that list of um, self-care activities that you've written down for yourself and, and do them during that time and try to make it a habit. Our goal here is to make it a habit, not like a chore. So, you know, you get to the point where it doesn't even need to be on your calendar anymore. It's just second nature. Um, next learning how to say no, definitely practice saying no more and more and more, and you will find a lot more time in your schedule to focus on yourself. And lastly, seek support, seek support. Um, you should always seek support for anything. Like if you're dealing with something, I know it's a bit off track. If you're dealing with something emotional, try to seek counselor, therapist. Um, if you're dealing with problems, seek a like coach, like somebody like me. Um, but more so if we're talking about self-care, seeking help from somebody else to take some things off your plate can really free up your schedule for more self-care. So definitely look for those areas of your life that you feel like you can delegate some tasks out of. Um, If you have a certain thing that's taking up, you know, like two or three hours of your day, you don't quite feel aligned with that. Try to look off, uh, try to look out to hand that chore off to somebody else or at least get some help for it. So that wraps up today's podcast. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give me a 
rating. Uh, I don't know exactly where it is on Spotify and Apple, but I think on, actually, I think on Apple, if you scroll all the way down, you're able to rate the podcast on Spotify. I think you have to like go in the description or something like that, but definitely rate this podcast. It would really help me get this out to other people that need to hear this message. Uh, if you're watching the video version of this, hey, thanks for watching. If you guys are interested in, you know, trying to transform your life a bit more, I have two things for you guys, actually. I have the Lifestyle Makeover Masterclass, which is all about taking a goal and basically setting a plan for it and being able to achieve it. Goals are very powerful, in my opinion. I think they're the number one way that you can change your life and put it on the direction that you really want. So if you're interested on uh, about the Lifestyle Makeover Masterclass, you can go to the link. I'll put the link in the the show notes or the episode description. If you're on YouTube, then I'm going to put it in the um, YouTube video notes underneath, but the link is byalexisburrs.com slash LMM dash landing, I believe. Double check me on that. I should probably know my own links by now. Um, and if you are interested in joining like the online community where I run workshops and doing free group coaching calls and live calls, then do I cannot speak today. Then go to buyalexisburst.com slash community and you're able to join our online community. It's it's hosted on Kajabi communities. Um, I really want to get some more people in there. I really want to create a really supportive community because I feel like everyone needs a little bit of, you know, support boost, um, you know, all the all the good stuff that you get by being in a support system. So definitely join that um if you want to hear more of my material, if you want to hear, you know, other people's stories and yeah, well, I will see you guys next week. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Life Reimagined podcast. If you did, make sure to rate this podcast so I can help more people have a life that's aligned with their deepest desires. After you rate this podcast, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Alexis Burris underscore or go click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the next episode.